0: Greetings and welcome to Pops Collection, where we dissect and reflect about a movie or TV show from a Pops Collection. I'm Ron Tweedy, joining me is Pops, and today
1: we're going to be talking about Ultimate Avengers the movie. That is correct. As a matter of fact, it is billed as the first ever animated movie from Marvel. Yeah, feature-length. Yes, yeah. feature-length movie. Yeah. Um, This was done... In uh, collaboration with Lionsgate. Right. Uh, they actually formed a little company, MLG, mm-hmm. that they did for this. They signed a contract, or they did something where they were going to do five to seven, or maybe ten, up to ten movies. But Right. Uh, I, it did start out real good, this Avengers and the second Avengers. hmm a uh, movie uh, sold over one and a half million copies. Right. So, I mean, it did good as far as that goes. It was, at the time, uh, the first Avengers. It We were at a point that we were dying for that Avengers movie. Sure. So they, you know, decided that they could step on the bandwagon and maybe do a little something ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. And it was inspired by the Ultimates comics. Right, which, you know, we've got
0: a couple of screenshots here that we can pull up and um, do that here. There we go. Yeah, you can see that. In very similar, evocative to the the art on the uh, cover there. So this is the uh, splash page for the first issue, and it starts out almost exactly the same as the the film, where you've got uh you know World War II and what happens to Captain America gets put into the the ice and whatnot. And so uh, I did also put the the uh, the screenshot of uh, the Thor, who's kind of reimagined. We talked about how his hammer Mjolnir which she mispronounces in the film. That's correct. Um, (laughs) Monier, I think he said, which is, you know, anyway. But it looks, doesn't look at all like the original hammer. It looks, it's got the uh, blade at the end, so it's kind of like a a mashup between Stormbreaker and the uh, um, the Milnier, which we're used to seeing. And then also the cover of issue two, which is very indicative of the uh, Iron Man look in this uh, film. It's got the... uh, The helmet's kind of more angular and rounder than normal. Yes, it is different. And, um, you know, he's got uh, more uh, repulsor lights or whatever on the... uh,
1: And who was the artist on this? Can you read that? Uh, Yeah,
0: uh, Brian uh, Hitch and Mark Millar was the uh, writer, so...
1: Okay, so it wasn't a Bendis story then? It was not.
0: No, Bendis did the New Avengers, which, you know, in my opinion is a better story, but this was
1: a reimagining, like you said, with the... Right, it was inspired by the Ultimates, but... Right. um, I don't know. The story, it was kind of an origin story. No, it totally was an origin story. Um, Not kind of. You know, well, what I mean is a reimagined origin story. Yeah,
0: it's like Batman Year One. Yes. Right.
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, Which did kind of drag the movie a little bit, I think. I suppose. You know, um... But and we also have different Avengers Mm -hmm. in here. Yep. Um, But wasn't Hank and Wasp in the original? Or yeah, it was. They were. So they. It's more like the original group. Thor, like we said, is was definitely (laughs) reimagined. Yeah. To be a Greenpeace kind of guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Really more laid back, but hey. Mess with me, and yeah. it's not going to be good. Right. Don't provoke
0: me. Yeah, even though he, you know, uh, talked about his accomplice in Jotunheim, which, you know, again.
1: Yes. I think that maybe it was the voice actor, maybe he just wasn't. Well, he had you know, to have been directed, too, so it wasn't, I don't I don't think it was. Right, might have been the voice director and that it could, caused well, the issues.
0: Well, I guess in the other part of it is that, you know, we're talking about, you know, norse pronunciations or at least scandinavian pronunciations so j's are always a a yeah sound so it's like you know
1: right right okay so (laughs) maybe that's possibility true but like you know
0: just the i don't know i I think that that was that thing stood out to me the the most and
1: like you know Mm -hmm. so so what'd you think about the animation in this particular one as far as uh the creativity of it, yeah,
0: well, I think it was very faithful to the source material that's one thing I'll say about it. you know, the costume designs are almost identical to the comic um and the character design as well um so there there's that i mean so that that's that's in its favor um you know there there's a mix of c g um animation particularly with things like helicopters and whatnot. You would see like three t ro- uh, rotated views and stuff like that, so you have that. As well. Um, I don't know. That kinda worked, kinda didn't work for me. But um but that's that's pretty much the uh of it for, for me. I mean it was it was competent, you know, not
1: not definitely not bad. No, it was it was pretty good. It's uh the uh aliens that the, were the Chitari. Yeah, the Chitari. Yeah. Uh I guess When we see them in the Avengers movie, they mm-hmm. look, to me, a lot more realistic. They look more like they're from Starship Troopers to me, a little bit, you know?
0: Yeah, or like Star, like an episode of Star Trek with the men. Yeah, yeah. Yes. and, you know, part of it is that I think we, we have been spoiled by the first Avengers movie because that one, they were more like a, you know... They they were bug-like, like like the the cartoon, but in the same way, they also were being controlled by Loki. And so it kind of gave a little bit of motivation of what their thing is. Like, we really don't know what the Chitauri's motivation is, if they have a leadership structure or what. That was not at all addressed in this film. Why are they there,
1: you know? Right, and I think it's addressed in uh, The Ultimate Avengers uh, 2. Okay. Which uh, has to deal with the Black Panther right. and Wakanda, right? And I, again, the two movies came out relatively close. One came out, I believe, in February. This one came out in February, and the other one came out in August. So mm-hmm. they both okay. came out the same year. Uh, so, yeah. I'm going to say that that maybe that was the interest. With them both together, I don't know if it got sold in a Avengers Avengers 2 pack. Probably, you know, at some maybe point. Maybe, yeah. at some point. And maybe that had to do with the one and a half million units being sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, clearly, to me, the second one is the better story. Okay. The first one, again, it, like I said, origin. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of time was spent on that and not a lot on the fighting or mm-hmm. not a lot of telling of the story. Yeah. Um, in this story, we have Bruce Banner mm-hmm. again, and we have Betty Ross. Yep. Who um, becomes part of the Avenger team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whereas we get Bruce being more of a selfish Person trying to prove himself as being the hero, mm-hmm. so that kind of went. That almost became a Hulk versus, you know, sure. In the end, yeah. Um, but he was able to take care of the Chitari very well, mm-hmm. or Chitari. yeah. Um, but we also got to learn about vibranium. At this time. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the story started um, back in World War II. Right. And we got that, but we also got the Chitari in World War II. That's right. And they were helping the Nazis build mm-hmm. a nuclear weapon. Right. So they were there. And again, we assume that they're not around anymore but we learn mm-hmm. that they are yeah even though it's not brought to the public's attention right away yeah uh so yeah why are they there did they get stuck back there yeah in world war 2 and that's why that maybe they're looking for more vibranium I don't know could be but we could uh like I said if we Watch number two. Yeah. I think that maybe that would be answered. M- maybe. Yeah. Uh, again, I bought it when it came out because it was sure. the first Avenger movie. Right. So, right. Uh, and I did buy the second one as soon as it came out. Mm-hmm. So, and as I recall, I liked the second one better. Okay. I forgot a lot of this. hmm. Maybe because it was mostly an origin story. Mm -hmm. But we did get a good cast of characters in here.
0: Yeah, very similar to the original lineup. Um, The only real addition would be uh, Romanoff a Black Widow. She was not an original Avenger. She became one eventually, but um, there's that. And then Fury was not really involved in the Avengers until much later in the original lineup. Right, right. He plays a key role in, in this one. And, um, you know, that that's the other thing, is that they kind of reimagined a lot of the designs of these characters. So, you know, Fury obviously not being a, a, a white man anymore. That's a big difference. But it works, I think, in this film. Absolutely. Even, even though they don't have Samuel L. Jackson voicing him, the voice actor they did have for him actually did a,
1: a fantastic job, I think. Yes, definitely. I just, I, I thought the Iron Man costume was a little quirky. Not my favorite at all. You know, because it just was... Like not there. Yeah. Uh, they the way it was reimagined and redone. Yeah. Um, I just felt like it. It was missing a lot.
0: It was. Yeah. I didn't like that one. I didn't like Thor's uh, costume. I thought it was kind of lame. Um, and you know, caps. Caps was fine. It's very very traditional, which is right. fine with. And his World War Two one is pretty cool. You know, very similar to the, what we saw in the first Avenger, which is pretty cool. Yes. Yes. But um, and Giant Man, you know. Is what it is. Yeah, it, nothing, nothing really.
1: Right. His costume was pretty much the same. Wasp was reimagined yeah. more PG thirteen mm-hmm. than what her original costume right. was. Right. Um, but like you said, Thor. When I saw him, I was thinking about uh, the movies that uh, the Matrix stuff with okay. the, with the long overcoat. Yeah, sure. And it was like, I was yeah. expecting them to say, whoa, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Yeah. So, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that overall it was a pretty good movie.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was fine. You know, and, and again, we have to kind of remember that this was their first, you know, attempt, attempt yeah, at, first at, ever for, so. for a feature length animated thing. So obviously they had a lot to contend with, with how much DC did with their stuff. Oh, yes. So, you know, so it, it, you know they, they had an uphill battle, I think, from the get-go.
1: Well, I'm going to say that all of the DC stuff, well, the majority of it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm going to say the majority of the DC animation is far superior yeah. to the Marvel animation. Marvel comes out with some good stuff now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I liked uh, some of the animation in this. Yep. Um, but not their best effort. It would be 72 minutes of your time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it's worth the 72 minutes.
0: Yeah. I mean, it would. It, you would not have to worry about going back and reading The Ultimates now. It kind of covers the first arc of it, at least. Absolutely. So, and it's yes. very faithful to it. Yes. Which, you know, we talked about how, you know, in other ones, they're not as faithful. So
1: True. True. So. Very true. But they did do a concerted effort to mm-hmm. try and be faithful. Sure. Now if I'm not mistaken, the second one is a little longer. Okay. And again, I think it's a better movie. But it's almost liking like watching a feature like uh live action film. Mm-hmm. So as far as the time length. Okay. But it's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. So, what else did you want to talk about? Anything in particular that... I think, you know, it
0: kind of speaks for itself. You know, if you want a good uh, movie representation of the the ultimate storyline, you know, that's... Right. Very
1: faithful to the comics. Yeah. Like, uh, when we discussed uh, Batman Year One, it was faithful to certain issues. And very strongly faithful to it. Yeah. that's a good point. The same thing with here. This yeah. is actually faithful to the whole first The Ultimates arc. Yep, I agree. You know, so, again, I believe I have the first arc in my collection, but I, for some reason, I can't remember. I have so many boxes of comics. I right. really got to look that stuff up and mm-hmm. check it out again. Sure. All right. Well, good. Yep. Yeah. That was a nice quick episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, we only thing we got to do is give it a rating. Yep. We do. And I'm gonna let you. No, you. I will speak for it. Okay. I'm gonna Go give it a six and a half. Okay. It is a little bit better than average, mm-hmm. and it is worth the watch at least once. Yeah. I don't know any more than that, but you know, only if maybe you were trying to catch some of the arcs from the comics themselves, you know, that you might want to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh but definitely for me six point five.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I'll I'll do a six, so very similar very similar reasons. Uh above average. It's a good attempt. Um not not there yet. We'll we'll have to see. I think I think the real big effort they're going to make into animation is going to be the What If series. So, I'm kind of reserving judgment of Marvel's animation when we go see the the What If stuff.
1: Well, we'll see how that works out. Again, we have to keep in mind that this, like it says, first ever. So, six and a half for their first try? Yep. Not bad. Not bad at all. Okay, I'm good.
0: Alright, well, thank you all for joining us for another episode. And uh, feel free to uh, go to Facebook, like us there, and on Twitter, give us a follow, and uh, we'll see you next week.
1: Bye and God bless. Goodbye. God bless. Tell your friends.